Welcome to the Covenant Life Center podcast. We're so thankful that you chose to listen to this message. To get more connected with us, you can look us up on all social media at CLC Victoria and download our app. Now, here's this week's message. I'm going to start off with the, with the story. I, I know my sister won't mind if I tell this story. I have a sister named Flo. I have a sister named Flo. I just love her so much. She's so precious. And she um, does not like to be in the deep water. She is um, afraid of the water, I want to say. Okay? And so, literally, I mean, literally, she does this. If she's going to go in the water, if she's at the beach, and she goes to Florida every year, she goes to the beach. I'm not joking. She puts on the, the little floaties that you see kids with. She has a, she's in an inner tube, and if she has a life jacket, I'm not joking. She wears the life jacket. So she's in the water, and you're thinking, where is she? You can't see her with all this stuff. But she is afraid of the water. And one, one time, um, we used to go to, to Garner State Park uh, quite a bit, and uh, her and her husband uh, came with us. Well, there's this area that we kind of know that we used to always go to, and um, she's so precious. I'm just visualizing this because it was hilarious, but uh, we knew where the water wasn't so deep, and so she's getting up to the, she's getting up to the water, and she's putting her feet in there. She's going, I don't know. I think this is probably going to be too deep, and my husband, Coy, is telling her, flow. Everything's fine. It's not deep. It's okay. You can get in. She goes, well, maybe I'll just sit at the edge, and I'll just put my feet in there a little bit. So she gets in there. Well, Coy comes from behind her, and he just goes, it's not. And then he just kind of pushes her in there. She falls in the water, and she's, her legs are going everywhere. And her arms are flying everywhere. Oh, my gosh, I'm drowning. Save me. I'm drowning. I'm drowning. And my husband says, Flo, just stand up, stand up. And so she stands up, and she sees the water is just right here. So, so we're t- tonight, the, the title of my message is Deciding Your Depth. Deciding Your Depth. That was just, just visualizing that. It was hilarious. And, of course, Flo got upset with Coy, and she said, you're going to get it, Coy. Wait till I get out. But it was, it was hilarious. It was funny. Tonight, we're going to start with uh, Luke... 5, 1 through 11, I had to share that story. I love you, Flo. So here we go. Um, Y'all ready? One day as Jesus was preaching on the shore of the Sea of Galilee, great crowds pressed in on him to listen to the word of God. He noticed two empty boats at the water's edge, for the fishermen had left them and were washing their nets. Stepping into one of the boats, Jesus asked Simon, and that was Simon Peter, its owner, to push it out into the water. So he sat in the boat and taught the crowds from there. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Now go out where it is deeper and let down your nets to catch some fish. Master, Simon replied, we worked hard all last night and didn't catch a thing. But if you say so, I'll let the nets down again. And this time, their nets were so full of fish, they began to tear. A shout for help brought their partners in the other boat, and soon both boats were filled with fish and on the verge of sinking. When Simon Peter realized what had happened, he fell to his knees before Jesus and said, Oh, Lord, please leave me. I'm such a sinful man, for he was awestruck by the number of fish 
they had caught, as were the others with him. His partners, James and John, the sons of Zebedee, were also amazed. Jesus replied to Simon, do not be afraid. From now on, you'll be fishing for people. And as soon as they landed, they left everything and followed Jesus. Amen. Let's pray. Father God, we just praise you and we thank you for tonight. Lord, we thank you for what you're going to speak through me tonight, Lord Jesus. Touch our hearts tonight. Change us from the inside out tonight, Lord Jesus. We open our ears, our spiritual ears, and, our, and, and we open our heart, Lord Jesus, to receive what you have to say. We thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. So here we see that Peter has been fishing all night, and he's caught nothing. And I'm sure that happened before because his livelihood was a fisherman. So he had been fishing all night and caught nothing. Peter and his partners, <clears throat> excuse me, Peter and his partners are washing and cleaning their nets. So they're done. They're done. They've been fishing all night. They are cleaning it, and it takes a lot of work to clean them, mend them when they tear. So they're busy doing that, okay? Now we're going to look at verse 3. And this is uh, what Jesus says on verse 3. Jesus, uh, Jesus stepped into one of the boats. The reason why I want us to just think about that for a minute is, number one, we want, we want to allow Jesus to step in our situation and use what we have. Jesus saw that there was a boat. He needed a boat because everybody was pressing in on him. He saw a boat. He knew Peter. Peter knew who Jesus was, and he asked Peter, I mean, and he, he stepped into Peter's boat, okay? So he, we want to allow Jesus to step in our situation and use what we have. What do you have tonight? What, what situation are you in tonight? Allow Jesus to step into it because he's going to make a difference, amen? So number one, Allow Jesus to step in your, in situ, in your situation, okay? There is uh, something else that Jesus did after he stepped into the boat. In verse 3, Jesus asked, everybody say asked. He asked Simon Peter, its owner, to push it out into the water. So he sat in the boat and taught the crowds from there. So here, he saw a boat, he stepped into it, used what Peter had, amen, and then he asked Peter a question. He asked him to push it out further in the water. So that was no big deal for Peter, okay? So he pushed it out, so Jesus was, was able to preach and teach, amen? He used what, what Peter had. How many times uh, has God asked us? Because Number two, Jesus will ask you to step out. He will ask you to step out. He's going to ask. He's going to ask. You know, when um, God is good. When Pastor Bobby asked me, when he said, Ophi, I want you to start preaching on a Wednesday night. He asked me, didn't he? And I believe that Bobby, Pastor Bobby hears from God. And so in my mind, I'm thinking, uh, I don't think so. I can't do that. But out of my mouth came, yes, sir, I will be honored to. Amen. 
He's going to ask you to step out. He will ask you to do something, and then he'll test you. He's going to say, he's going to say, okay, well, will he or she do what I'm asking? Because if he sees us do the, even the little things, he's going, he's going to ask us to do bigger things. He's going to give us bigger things. Amen? How, much, how, how many of y'all want more of Jesus? Amen? Amen? So he will ask you to step out. When you're in church and you're saying, you know, I want to do more for God. I want to, I want to, I want to go deeper with him. What, what can I do? He's going to ask you. You know, they need some help in the children's department. Can you step out and help there? And, and you can step out wherever God needs you. There's a, there's a woman, your neighbor down the street, she needs prayer. Would you go pray with her? You know her. Will you go pray with her? And he's going he's gonna to watch and see if you're going to step out. He's going to ask you. Amen? Okay, now, now let's look at verse 4. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Now go out where it is deeper. Everybody say deeper. Deeper. And let down your nets to catch some fish. Number three, God will direct you to go deeper. He's not going to ask you. If he asks you and you are obedient, then he says, oh, there, she's listening to me. I asked her to go over there and pray with that girl because she's hurting. She prayed with her. I asked her to do Now he's, he starts telling us. He starts directing us. He'll, I remember one time he told me to pray for my uncle to, to go and talk to him about Jesus. And I remember thinking, oh, my gosh, I haven't seen him in years and they're down visiting and you want me to go talk to him Jesus and and I mean he said it not once twice but three times he told me he did not I I, it wasn't like Ophemia I want you to go talk to him no he said go and talk to him and tell him about Jesus and when I heard it the third time it was my hands were up and I said okay Jesus this is my family if I look like a fool I'm gonna look like a fool but I'm gonna do it for you Jesus and I did I I was obedient I talked to him even though I was afraid sometimes we got to do it afraid amen I went and I talked to him and he did accept the Lord in his heart praise God he prayed and asked Jesus in his heart and we didn't know this but a week later he died he had cancer and he did not make it through the surgery God knew, and I believe that he guides us and he tells us. He doesn't ask after he has asked the first time and you allow him in your situation. You allow him to come into your life. You allow him to to say, yes, Jesus, I'm I'm with you, Jesus. I want to do what you want me to. He's going to start telling you what to do. Amen. He's going to start guiding you and say, go. That person is hurting. Go. Go help them. They're hurting. And you go because you love Jesus. Amen. That's how we're like Jesus. He's our feet. He's our hands. When we go and we pray for somebody, that's Jesus doing it through us. It's not us. Amen. When we go and we encourage somebody, that's him speaking through us. It's not us. We're, we're like Jesus. That's their Jesus when we come to them. They're like, oh, my gosh, thank you for praying for me. I needed that. I needed that. Thank you for those encouraging words. I needed that. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. God will direct you to go deeper. Now, let's look at Simon's first response. What was his first response? Master, Simon replied, we worked hard all last night and didn't catch a thing. Have we ever done that? When God asks us or he, he directs us to do something? Wait a minute. 
I don't know, God, I, I, yeah, I know you want me to talk to my uncle, but I, do we ever do that? Yes, but I love what he did next. Simon's second response, but if you say so, I'll let the, de- the nets down again. Amen? When I said, okay, Lord, I, I don't know what, okay, whatever you say, God, I'm going to do what you say. Amen? Amen? I love it. You can at first be, I, I don't know, can I do this? I don't know if I can do this, God. I know you're, you're telling me to do it. I'm, I'm scared. But you do it. You're obedient. You want to do what God tells you to do because there are hurting people out there. There are hurting people out there that need to hear about Jesus, that need to know that they can be healed, that God loves them and he wants to step into their situation and he wants to be there for them, that he has the answer. Amen? Thank you, Jesus. Simon Peter had to trust Jesus. He had to trust Jesus. We have to get to the point to trust Jesus. We're not trusting man. We're trusting Jesus. We have to get to that point. Simon knew Jesus. See, Simon Peter knew Jesus. He, it was real interesting to me to know that Jesus had called him to follow him already once before. He had called him to follow him once before, and he had followed then him, and then he turned around and he went back to fishing. So this is the second time that Jesus is approaching him, okay? And this, and Jesus uh, had called him once before to follow him, and 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 uh, Peter had knew about Jesus. He had seen him cast out demons. He had seen him heal the sick. Peter had seen all that already. So when when Jesus asked him to go deeper, even though he was like, but wait, wait, I've been doing it already all night, but because you say so, I will do it. Amen? Amen? Thank you, Jesus. In Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 in the Amplified, I love the way it says it, trust in and rely confidently on the Lord with all your heart, and don't rely on your own insight or understanding. In all your ways, know and acknowledge and recognize him. And he will make your path straight and smooth, removing obstacles that block your way. Amen. Amen. He will remove obstacles that block your way. He wants to step into our situations. He wants us to trust him. And he wants to remove the obstacles in our way. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Deeper. When we want to go deeper in God, deeper is a word that defines our desire for each person. Each person has a desire to go out a little deeper and then pushing out into the deep waters. Thank you, Jesus. Pushing out into the deeper waters, getting away from the norm. We have to get away from the norm. In order for it to change, in order for us to get deeper, we've got to get away from the norm. And sometimes we've got to let go of some things. To go deeper with God, we have to let go of some things that we know are stopping us from going deeper in Him. Amen? We all have each a deep spiritual hunger 
that is inside each one of us, and it's calling out to God, responding to God's call to go deeper. The deep waters of God's Spirit are calling out to fill the deep places of our hearts. God wants us to push out from the shoreline and to go deeper in him. Amen. He wants us to go deeper in him. So how do we go deeper? How do we go deeper with God? We go deeper with God by trusting him. We have to trust him. We have to get to the point where we're going to trust him. We're not, like I said, we're not trusting man. We're trusting him. We're trusting God who created the heavens and the earth, who, who caused there to be light, who made you and me, who made everything that we see. We're trusting him. Amen. He, we're trusting him with our situations. Amen. Number two, seeking God with our prayers. When we talk to him, we want to go deeper, go deeper in your prayers. Don't just pray and say, okay, God, thank you for today, and it's going to be great. Love you, God. Thank you for being with me. No, he wants us to go deeper. God, it's going to be tough today. I know I'm going to have lots of little ones coming into my daycare today. God, and uh, I'm training one. One's new, and I'm training. Lord Jesus, help me. I'm, I'm going to need your help in this situation. I'm going to need your help over here. God, help me. Talk to him. Pray to him from your heart because he's going to move when you're praying from your heart. It's not surface praying. It's deep praying from your heart. God, help my mom, Lord. Help her. She needs you. She's hurting. God, help my friend. She's having a tough time at work. Help her, Lord. She doesn't know what to do. She's about to get laid off. Help her, Jesus. He wants us to pray from our heart. Amen? Going deeper in him in our prayers. Number three, our spiritual hunger drives us to seek God in the word of God. We need to get into his word. We cannot be running to Pastor Bobby and Pastor Don for every little thing when it's in the word of God because the, what they're going to do is going to turn around and tell you what the word says. So we need to grow up a little bit in that area for us, and we need to go into the word ourselves. What, is, what does God say? Oh, what, what should I do about this situation, God? Will you look it up? I'm, I'm scared, God. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do about this situation. Look up fear. What does God's word say about fear? You have no fear, he says. I didn't give that to you. The devil gave it to you. That's not for me. You have power. You have love. And you have a sound, clear mind. That's what God says. So you don't want to listen to what the enemy says when there's fear. You want to switch that over to what God says. Amen? You have power, you have love, and you have a sound, clear mind. Amen? Get into the Word. Apply the Word in your life. Do what the Word says. You're going to see yourself getting deeper with God. You want to get deeper? Get into His Word. Amen? Thank you, Jesus. Number four, seeking God in our worship. In our worship. That's an expression of reverence and adoration to God. We adore Him. Just expressing to him how we adore him. How we just 
want to glorify him and praise him. God, you're so good to me, God. You are so good to me. God, I love you and I praise you. Talk to him and worship him in that way and just let him know what's in your heart as what he's done for you in your life. Amen? We're alive today. Praise God for that. We can praise him for that. We're breathing today. Praise God. We can thank him for that. Thank you, Jesus. It, it, it's, you can just look around and you can, you can just see what God has done for you. If not, the enemy's going to step in there and he's going to try to tell you, oh, man, are you, am I going to get a job coming up pretty soon? Boy, I'm, I'm supposed to be getting a job. And he'll start, oh, I, I don't know. I, I hope I'm going to get a job. Oh, what do I do? No. Thank you, Jesus. You're giving me a job. I'm going to you, Jesus, and I know in your word you says you say that we need to work. I know you're going to help me find a job. And you start speaking what God wants for you. Don't, don't, don't lean your faith to the negative because it's going to take just that much energy in the negative, being, being down and I don't know what I'm going to do and I don't think this is going to happen. I know they said they were going to, that was going to get a job, but what if I don't get a job? You're putting all that energy in the negative. Put your faith in what God's word says. Amen? Yes, Lord. I don't know how you're going to do it, but you're giving me a job. God, I don't know how you're going to do it, but you're going to bring back my son that has been gone, and I don't know what's going on with him. Lord, you're bringing him back to me. I thank you, God. That's what he's going to do. Amen? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Is this good stuff or what? Going deeper. Thank you, Jesus. Let's look at... um, Verse 6 and 7. Thank you, Jesus. And this time, everybody say this time. Their nets were so full of fish, they began to tear. A shout for help brought their partners in the other boat, and soon both boats were filled with fish and on the verge of sinking. Wouldn't you love just to be overwhelmed with God's goodness that you're like, oh, my gosh, I can't take this, Lord. I'm so overwhelmed. This is so good. You're so good to me, God. How can I, how can I carry all this wonderfulness? Wouldn't it just be awesome? That's how he felt. That's how he felt. Number four, going deeper with God causes the unusual to happen. Everywhere Jesus went, the unusual happened. If he went to a funeral, they got raised from the dead. Somebody was, somebody was sick, they were healed. Everywhere Jesus went. If there was demons prowling around, causing people to, to uh, causing witchcraft, Jesus stepped in the picture, those demons were gone. He cast them out. The unusual happens when Jesus is in the picture. Everywhere Jesus went, everywhere he went, the unusual happened. And he cares enough about you and he cares enough about me that he says, I care. Let me make things different for you. Trust me. See what I can do if you will just trust me. Believe me. Know that I'm here for you. I'm the answer, is what Jesus says. I am the answer. Don't look elsewhere. Don't look to your left and don't look to your right, Jesus says. Fix your eyes on me, says Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Let's look at verse 8 and 9. When Simon Peter realized what had happened, 
he fell to his knees before Jesus and said, Oh, Lord. Everybody say, Oh, Lord. You're so good to me. He said, Oh, Lord, please leave me. I'm such a sinful man. For he was awestruck by the number of fish that they had caught, as were the others with him. Simon Peter was awestruck at this miracle. He was awestruck, and his first response was to realize his own insignificance in comparison to this man's greatness. How great our God is! But he cares about us. You know, when you, when you sit out on, on a field, in an open field, and you, and you lay on an open field, and you look up at the sky, and you find out how small you really are. You see the clouds and the greatness of what God has made, and you just feel so small. But Jesus loved us enough to die for us. Jesus loves us enough to step in our situations. He loves us enough to say, trust me, I'm going to change things for you if you will trust me. If you will trust me. Amen? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. He was amazed. Like I said before, Peter knew that Jesus had healed the sick and driven out demons. But he was amazed amazed that Jesus cared, that he cared about his his day-to-day routine and understood his needs. What is your need tonight? What are you calling out to God for? He cares about it. He cares about every situation in your life. What concerns us, God's word says, concerns him. So if it matters to you, it matters to him. Amen? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. God is not, only in, not, is not only in saving us. He wants to save us, but he's not only in saving us, but also in helping us in our daily activities. Amen. In our day-to-day stuff. We all got to get up in the morning. We all got to do our day-to-day stuff. Not everybody likes to take out the trash every day, do they? But you got to do it. Got to wash the dishes every day. Got to take care of things. You got to fill the car up when it's empty. You got to take care of everyday things. And he wants to be there with us in our everyday things. Not just when something goes wrong and we cry out to God and he is there for us. And we say, God, I need your help here. Yes, he wants to be there. But he says, my child, my son, my daughter, I want to be with you in everything. I want to be with you when you're happy. I want to be with you when you're sad. I want to be with you when you're calling out to me. I want to be with you just when you just want to be in my presence. Amen. He wants to be in our everyday life, our everyday activities. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus met them at their level and helped them in their work. He met them at their level and met them at their work. If he did it for them, he's going to meet us at our level. He's going to meet us where we are. He's going to meet us. There's somebody out there that thinks, oh, I'm... He may be there for her, or he may be there for him, but I don't know about me. I just feel like nobody. 
Well, guess what? You're not a nobody to Jesus. You're somebody to Jesus, and he loves you, and he's ready to step in, step in your situation. He's ready to change things around for you in your life. He's ready to over, overwhelm you with his goodness. Amen? Thank you, Jesus. Where are you with Jesus? Stop and think about that. Where are you with him? Maybe, maybe you say, well, I don't, I don't even know him. I, I don't even know Jesus. I know religion. I know the do's and the don'ts of religion. But I don't know Jesus personally. Well, you can tonight. You can tonight. If there's anybody here tonight, if everybody would just close their eyes right now, this is, I'm going to just spend a couple of minutes to pray with you. If there's anybody here tonight and that you've never prayed and asked Jesus to come into your heart, I want you to raise your hand and I want to pray with you right now. Anybody. Thank you, Jesus. If there's anybody here, I will pray with you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Now, we're all going to pray together for the ones that raised their hands because we're a family here. And I want y'all to pray. To, I want everybody to, to, to pray right now. Say, Jesus, come into my heart. Change me from the inside out. Forgive me of my sin. Thank you, Jesus, for dying on the cross for my sins. And on the third day, you rose from the dead. Thank you, Jesus. From this day forward, I will serve you the best way I can. Help me, Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Father. There's someone, some the, the people that have prayed this, when you get a chance, I'm, I'm not finished here. I'm almost finished. When you get a chance, I want you to go to the information booth after service, and I want you to pick up a Bible, and I want you to uh, get a book. They're going to give you a book to help you grow in Jesus. Can you all just clap, everybody, for the people that accepted Jesus in their heart? Amen. Amen. Now, now, where are we? Where are you in Jesus? Where are you in Jesus? Do you want to go deeper with God? Do you want to go deeper with God? I want to see some hands. Do you want to go deeper with God? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Remember, what concerns us concerns Jesus. You desire to go deeper with him. As Haley plays, uh, as they play this song, I want you to think about the words to go deeper. I love the words in this song. If you desire to wade beyond the shallow, wade, I mean, just wade beyond it, and you have, then you have to honestly acknowledge where you are. Maybe it's just simply saying, I'm not where I should be or where I want to be. I want you to put your hand in your heart. Lord, I want you to repeat after me. Lord, I want to go deeper in you. I trust you, Lord. Wherever you would call me, Lord, 
take me deeper and deeper than my feet could ever wander. And my faith will be made stronger. Holy Spirit, lead me where my trust is without borders. Let me walk upon the waters. Lord, take me deeper than my feet could ever wander. Yes, Lord, we want to go deeper, Lord. We want to go deeper with you. Father, we thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Was that good? Did y'all get something tonight? Our mission here at Covenant Life Center is to help our world live, give, and love like Jesus. If our ministry has impacted you in any way, we would love for you to email us at info at clcvictoria.org. You can get connected with us through our social media at CLC Victoria and download our app.